The year is 1993. The video game movie Super Mario Bros. bombs in theaters. Doubt they'll ever make another Mario movie again. After winning three NBA championships in a row, superstar Michael Jordan announces his retirement from basketball to play baseball. And Topper Harley is needed once again as Iraqi prison camps are torturing prisoners by tying their shoelaces together. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the last action podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot! Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need the need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and if I were to shoot somebody with a chicken arrow, it would not be Hovercraft Joe. Oh, well, I, I guess that's a, a nicer uh, intro for me, so uh, I, I will take it. It's kind of uh, a compliment. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't murder me with a chicken. So, no, all I right, wouldn't. I'll, I'll take it. You'd, you'd murder me with something much more efficient. Anyways, I'll take it as the compliment it is. Certainly. It'd be a quick death if I were to do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're joined by somebody here. Uh, <laughs> the Glitch. We got The Glitch. You heard him at the top of the show. The Glitch brought back one of our classic segments. What's up? As he always does. Our I, was waiting for the, I was waiting for the, but do you know who I would shoot with a chicken arrow? And then I thought that was my cue at that point. Like, I don't know what's going on, but. No, see, I like to throw curveballs. Okay. See, I, do, I was, know what people are expecting. If it was me, different. as I'm laying there dying, I would crack that egg open and fry it and eat it in my last dying moments. <laughs> This is, I, I love it. I never know how the intros are going to go. And this is a new favorite where like LPJ just apparently forgot that we had a guest, even though we're all on a video call and are looking at each other. <laughs> oh man. What a good start. Um, like, there was a moment when he paused and I felt like, did he want me to introduce myself? Like, I don't know what's going on at this moment. Yeah. It did seem like he was expecting somebody else to say something. <laughs> Uh, and as we now know, it, t- it took a while to get there that the, gl- the glitch is here. So you can probably imagine that we're probably talking about an action comedy because uh, that's what we usually bring the glitch to talk on about. Um, and we're also still in the year of the sequel. So we are here today to talk about Hot Shots Part 2. Hot Shots Part 2. Um, and, and you were uh, on the original episode when we talked about the original Hot Shots, which... Um, yeah, it seems like a long time ago now. I don't remember when it was, but uh, I feel like a lot has happened since we talked about the original Hot Shots. The, the whole me being on the action comedy episodes is a curse and a blessing. <laughs> what's, the, well, what's the blessing part? I'm curious. The, the blessing is that a lot of times we do the action comedies without you, so you don't have, so you doesn't have to be on the show with you. <laughs> that is true. There is so that. The, the, the curse is that Charlie Sheen has been on all three of them. <laughs> oh, you're right. He has. They've all essentially been like Charlie Sheen spoof movies. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what does he have left? Have we done all the Charlie Sheen spoof movies at this point? Nah, he's in one of the uh, scary um, movies. Scary movies. Yeah. Yeah. No it, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> three or four. I can't remember. I think um, he might be in both. <laughs> well. Um, Anyways, let's uh, let's 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 get into this. Um, I'll start off by telling you that this movie was released on May twenty first, nineteen ninety three. And what are your kind of your like? What's your background with this one, Glitch? What, what, what's your uh, history with Hot Shots Part Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is likely one that my dad loved and watched because he was a big Lloyd Bridges fan. So like Airplane and the original Hot Shots in this was something that he would. Turn on the TV. If it was on, he watched it. So like, he liked those parody films, uh, Police Squad, all that stuff, Naked Gun. That was his thing. So it was very rare that we ever sat and watched a movie, but if we did, it was something silly like that. Uh, LPJ? I I know I saw this in the theater. I'm fairly certain you were there. I would imagine you probably were. Yeah, I think that's that sounds right. That tracks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what What is the likelihood that when you guys talk about your first experience with the movie, 
it was the two of you at the theater. Like, is it like a coin flip basically now? It, it depends on the year, yeah. like when the movie came out. Like anything more recent, it's probably not the case. But like, there was a period of time where pretty much everything we saw in the theaters we saw together. So yeah, and not just the two of us like on a date. There were other people there too. <laughs> well, um, not, all, not 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 always. Not always. No. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes there were dates. Um, but yeah, the the reality only is, if you held hands, right? That was yeah. the time you knew. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we, we would see a lot, like, I would say, like, like, 92-ish to, like, 2002-ish, we probably went and saw pretty much everything together. There was a good, there was a good chunk of time where we saw pretty much all movies together, so, yeah. um, this, this would fall in there for sure. Yeah. And, and that's, I, that's during the, I would say, the revival of action movie period, too, so it's perfect. Kind of. I mean, there definitely were a lot more action movies. We missed out on the good, like, 80s chunk. Not that I could oh, yeah. get into an R-rated movie at, you know, 10 years old. But um, we run it a lot and watched it in the basement. That's true. Yeah, any, any movie I saw that I wasn't supposed to see before I was old enough, I saw in LBJ's basement. 100%. 100%. That is yeah. 100% the case. <laughs> um, so anything else besides you saw it in the theaters? We saw it together? Oh, I, anything I will say this. Like... When I think of Hot Shots, after watching this movie, this is the movie that I think about. Like yeah. I, I remember seeing the first movie, and I remember when we, we talked about the first movie, obviously, on the podcast. But whenever I think about seeing the Hot Shots movie, this is always – I'm always picturing scenes from this. Yeah, I, I, I echo that 100%. I remember when we covered the first one, and I was like, wow – I don't remember this movie at all. Yeah. And then I watched this one. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember everything about this movie. So, like, I have – I still, like, we watched the first one. We covered it. And I still don't remember anything about the first movie except that John Cryer is in it and he can't see and he's a pilot. And, like, <laughs> everything else, it, it, like, flushed out of my brain. But I still remember everything about this one. So, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that, but yeah, definitely the same for me, LBJ. This is the one I think of when I think of hot shots. Yep. Um, okay, uh, let's go through the rest of the numbers here. Uh, budget is twenty five million dollars, which actually seems kind of high. <laughs> yeah. Given the movie, I'm kind of kind of surprised by that. Um, it had a domestic gross of thirty eight million and a worldwide gross of one hundred and thirty three million dollars. Wow. Which yeah, is very... crazy for how this movie is so America centric. Like, yes. I don't know. I don't get how this movie plays outside of the U.S. so well. That's that. I didn't think about it like that, but that's very interesting. What's really wild is like that's it made a lot of money. Why was there not like a Hot Shots three? Why didn't like? Why didn't they make another one in this? I think like, they tried to, but couldn't for whatever reason. Well, what year did Lloyd Bridges die? I guess I don't know. It was after that. It was quite a bit after this. But they could have still made it without Lloyd Bridges. I think it was one of those things where, like... could you successfully make it without Lloyd Bridges? Well, maybe. I don't know. I think it was one of those things where Charlie Sheen had, like, started to go off the rails. Could be. I mean, he was probably off the rails when they made this, to be honest with you. Oh, probably. Um, um, Okay. So, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is 55%. An audience score is sixty three percent. So, okay. Uh, to be honest with you, the the Rotten Tomatoes is higher than I would think for a movie like this. Fifty five percent, I would think it would be below, below fifty. But you know, I don't know. I you didn't know, read the individual I, reviews. I guess that really depends on when they rated it. You know, because yeah. if they, if you rate the movie now, the movie's I like the movie, but the movie's very dated. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here, a lot of jokes that no one's gonna get that are anybody over. Anybody under, you know, 25 isn't going to get half of the jokes in this movie. Yeah. It's also, uh, upon reflection or watching it now, you're like, I, I have it in my notes. I'm like, uh-oh. Like, immediately it's like, uh-oh, is this movie racist? And I'm like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty racist. So yeah. you, you you could definitely couldn't make a movie like this. Now well, to touch, to touch on LPJ's point about the no one would get it, I mean, to be honest, it was parodying movies that were almost a decade old at the point. Yeah, you know, yeah. at this point too. Yeah. That's so even true. then, it was a little bit dated. On top of the fact that, yeah, seeing this nowadays, you wouldn't get half the stuff. No. Yeah. Like it even is, it, even oh, I didn't ahead. remember half the stuff in it. Like, you know, it, it, 
like there's a lot of stuff like about the whole you know about Saddam Hussein and and um you know that whole aspect of it like I I remember that stuff happening but I don't really well, get even, all the but, humor in it but even like to to like glitch's point I think one of the things I read is like oh the scene with the boat is like a shot for shot like parody of like a, a boat scene from like the Guns of Navarone it's like the Guns of Navarone is a movie that my dad would tell me about watching when he was younger that he loved so that like that's an old movie yeah. like for anyone to get that reference and obviously there's the apocalypse now reference which is like i mean that's a funny joke but anyway that is a funny joke but like that's still like dated as to when this movie came out so it, yeah it's not like it's th- this movie i think for someone that hasn't seen it like us before would just like i don't you're right i just don't know how much of it would make sense to them you know because there's not a lot to i mean we had this conversation off mic before we started but there's not a lot to go on in this these movies besides jokes like it's not like you could watch it and be like oh i get the plot of this you know you're there for the jokes and if all the jokes are things you don't get then it's like oh yeah it's a weird it's a weird watch like you know i'm not going to spoil my rating just yet but um i do enjoy this movie but it's it's a weird watch because that's and that's the thing with topical humor in general like it's hard to go back and watch a movie that has a lot of jokes of that time because they don't age like they're stuck in that time and either you are with it or you're not yeah that's that's fair um okay so top grossing movies of 1993 uh we have done a lot of movies in 1993 um the top grossing movies of 1993 we've actually covered two of them on the podcast so you have number one jurassic park yeah uh number two mrs doubtfire and number three the fugitive um, this movie, Hot Shots Part Two, came in 41st in the box office. Other movies that we have covered from 1993 are number 10, Cliffhanger, number 18, Demolition Man, number 26, Last Action Hero, number 49, Hard Target, number 56, Loaded Weapon 1, and number 139, Batman, Mask of the Fantastic. 93 is a good year. <laughs> yeah. Well... <laughs> I mean, Mrs. Doubtfire, come on. I mean, that's just golden <laughs> right there. Yeah, I mean, I would I would cover that on the spot, guys, if LBJ <laughs> would allow it. You know what? I, that reminds me. So so uh, Sphinx always pushes this whole, like, laugh-action podcast scene, but whenever we do these parody movies, he's never on those episodes. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a big talker. He's like, oh, you know, I'm going to take a couple weeks off, <laughs> uh, and when we get back, let's do laugh-action podcast. Mm, nope. Uh-uh. He's a glorified special guest nowadays. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> well, to be to be fair though, in LPJ's mind, everybody's a special guest on his podcast. So even uh, me. Hold on. So everyone's a guest. Only some of them are special. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that's fair. Um, okay, so uh, cast. Let's talk about the cast of this movie. We mentioned Charlie Sheen. We mm-hmm. mentioned Lloyd Bridges, uh, and also uh, I'm gonna. I probably butchered this in the episode we originally did it. Valera Galino? Valeria? Valeria Galino. Okay, yeah. They're all returning from the first film. Um, and then, like, Mr. Bean's in it and Miguel Ferrer. And then after that, I'm kind of at a loss. So I'll have to pass it off to you, uh, LVJ. Uh, Richard Crenna? Richard Crenna is, uh, he's Colonel Walters in this, but he is, he's, um, he's the Colonel in the Rambo movies. Okay. Uh, he basically just plays himself. He basically, in yeah, movies. he plays himself. Uh, Martin Sheen guest star, or it makes a special guest appearance. Bob Vila makes a special guest appearance. Oh, yeah, Bob. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Stiles is in this. Comedian oh, Ryan yeah. Stiles from uh, Ryan Stiles. Anyway. That's right. Yeah. Um, who else? You already said you already said uh, Ron Atkinson, right? Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. All right. Uh, the, the cast do... is not a, it's not a big cast. No. And with that in mind, let's go to net worth. So I only did three net worths for you guys because um, some of the people are in this movie are dead. And, you know, I don't do dead net worths. And some of them I just didn't think would be interesting. So let's start with Ryan Stiles, LBJ. What do you think about Ryan Stiles? Hmm, he's got that Drew Carey money. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'll go 10 million. Okay. What do you think, Glitch? 
Uh, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say $8 million. Bam. $8 million on the button there, Glitch. Nice. Uh, next up, Rowan Atkinson. He's got that sweet, sweet Mr. Bean money, as I mentioned. What do you think, Glitch, for Rowan Atkinson? Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet, had a small part in Never Say Never Again. Oh, you bastard. You told <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that the one you had? You, this is, you know what? You're, you've been downgraded to guest. <laughs> uh uh, I'm gonna say, you know, I, I'm gonna say that Johnny English movies actually gave him quite a bit. I'm gonna go 14 million. Okay. Uh, uh, what do you think? He, see, he's been acting for a long time, but it's been in the UK, and they don't pay their actors all that much. Um, True. So you know, I can't. I can guarantee you, he didn't make a lot of money off Black Adder. Uh, we'll go with 15. $150 million. Whoa! $150 million. Yeah, right? Wow. You guys underestimated all that sweet, sweet Mr. Bean money. I'm Seriously, Mr. Bean, that just from those syndications must be pulling it in. He's got yeah. it. You know, they'd still play it. It's yeah. still on. And it's yeah, funny. I've watched it. I like Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then finally... Uh, Charlie Sheen, uh, LPJ. What do you think for Charlie Sheen? God, he is he has made and lost so much money over the years. Um, I have no idea. Fifty million. Okay. Oof. Glitch. I I think I'm gonna go higher. Okay. I know that he's lost a ton, but you can't deny the amount of dough he pulled in from Two and a Half Men. Yeah, so wouldn't I'm gonna he go, making like a million dollars an episode or something. Yeah, I'm gonna say one forty. Um, only $10 million. Whoa. <laughs> he blew it. Yeah. yeah he like blew that, all like, his money. Like it's wild. Cause it's like, yeah, 10, if you were like, uh, hovercraft Joe, here's $10 million. I'd be like, yeah, like I'm rich. But like the thing about how much money he made and should have to think that he only has 10 million is like wild. Right. Well, at one point, like he, he had, only has $2 million more than Ryan styles. Well, at one point he had like, <laughs> He had like three or four hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You need that tiger blood. So yep. it costs you to get that tiger blood. Yeah, cheese of Pete. Um, Man, I was hoping we were going to do a few more because I had some more sweet sweets. Like uh, for, the, for uh, the sweet, sweet blank check bunny. <laughs> How about that RoboCop You guys remember bunny? blank check? Yeah, blank check. I remember. It's a good movie. <laughs> How about that? Uh, he's cousins with uh, George Clooney money. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, he's dead, though. I usually don't he look is. up dead people's net worth. So, do we I, do we talk about the director and all that stuff? No, we haven't. We, that's what we were about to talk about right oh, now. Sorry. So, director, what do you do when you cover movies like Searchers and like stuff from the fifties? Yeah, we don't. Well, we <laughs> just, do some. Just we, get that part. We've done the Searchers on the podcast. Yeah, we uh, have. yeah. I mean, if, if if I can't find anyone, we will just skip the segment. You no, know, the segment's really grown in popularity. It was started just so I could point out that DMX had negative like fifteen million dollars, and you know it's kind of gone on from there. Like talking about people's sweet, sweet money, uh, where they get it from, is like my favorite part of the podcast. Wow, thanks. Oh. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's it's definitely a fun thing you guys did not steal from the Legend Retro. So there's that. <laughs> Improved upon, borrowed. Thank you very much. Yeah, weird that weird that the segments I created are not stolen from a different podcast. That's why you're my favorite hovercraft, Joe. Whoop! You know what? I don't want to speak ill of the dead, so let's let's pass pass oh. on this. Uh, oh man. Uh, okay, so you seem very interested in talking about the director Jim Abrams. Well, not just Jim Abrams, but but Abrams, Zucker, and Abrams. I mean, they're um, or sorry, Zucker, Abrams, and Zucker. Um, they're like responsible for kind of the birth of parody movies. You know, they did Police Story. They did Naked Gun. They did this. They did, um, I think they did the first scary movie. You know, uh, they're kind of synonymous with this. They did Airplane. They're sort of synonymous with this kind of like absurdist style of humor and parody humor and sort of started that whole, that whole genre. Um, and I, I think this is one of their better movies, believe it or not. Well, this was still at a point where nowadays parody movies are 
just really hard to watch. They are. And I feel like there was there was this period up until the late nineties where these movies were still funny and, and they had good jokes and it felt like it wasn't just another let's put out this thing and like make fun of a scene from a popular movie that came out within the last year or two. Right. And then yeah. that's it. And that's all it is, just a collaboration of short little jokes from multiple movies. This was like a whole concept. It's Rambo at heart, basically. Yeah. Yep. And we do all parody stuff in that world. That's so true. It, it worked. And I thought, and I agree with LPJ. I mean, this isn't a fantastic movie, but it, it does its job. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think they do. I think the fact that, you know, it's written by the guy that directs it, that kind of created that genre helps, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it, uh, it's, it's it, good. It, you said, yeah, written, directed. I mean, it says characters by Pat Proft. So I'm assuming he, I don't remember, but I'm assuming he wrote the first one then. I would assume so. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh boy, I'm going to butcher this music by Basil Poldoris. Yeah. Poldoris. Sure. That's, that's, that sounds right. <laughs> You you know what? I feel as this podcast goes on, you get less and less interested in like helping slash correcting mispronunciations of names. You used to always be on point. Like I can always count on you. Now I like stumble through somebody. You're like, yeah, it's fine, idiot. I don't know. Because sometimes I just like to watch people struggle. <laughs> That's why uh, I had kids. Oh, fair enough. Um, okay. So anything you guys want to talk about before we get into the plot and i'm saying plot and air quotes you guys listening can't see my air quotes uh plot of this movie nope no let's jump in yeah okay uh now i'm gonna uh and and i this is another thing i talked with lbj about i'm gonna need your help going through this plot because i have a very hard time taking plot notes for movies like this because i end up just writing jokes down so my plot notes just be a big long list of uh jokes i'll Um, do my best i will say I did write down what the, uh, like, at the beginning of the movie, there's a text crawl, and I did write that down, so I can go through that for you guys. Uh, on October 15th, the President of the United States ordered a covert mission on the Persian Gulf for the purpose of rescuing soldiers taken hostage during Desert Storm. Only a handful of our highest government officials were made aware of the operation, as it included an attempt to kill a guy. And I do like the joke where they were going to write out, like, assassinate, but it's like they couldn't figure out how to spell assassinate, yeah. so they changed it to kill a guy. Um, so, was Miguel Ferrer in the beginning of this movie? Yes. Yeah. But, so, did I miss where he got out, or did they say he didn't get captured, or... I don't know. They don't really say. I think. (laughs) Is it just like a different character? They just had him on set and they're like, ah, just like play this role too. So there's a scene where the guy in the tower is walkie to like to everybody like, all right, we're going to go in at, you know, in 30 seconds. And so when they get ambushed, the guy getting ambushed is like, where are you? Where are you? And it just shows the walkie by itself. So it gives the idea that he is on the enemy's side. And allowed everyone else to get captured. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, and that's I, they do kind of lean into making you think that he's like the because they're like, oh, someone sabotaged the missions, and they kind of lean into making you think it's him, but then it ends up not being him, right? So yeah. I don't know. Uh, was, I didn't pick like, up on that at all. <laughs> well, um, so like, so we're introduced <clears throat> to the the person they're there to kill is Saddam Hussein, and he's obviously played for big laughs like this whole uh movie he's like and this is where we're talking about like it being dated because he's like (laughs) he turns on his tv and he's watching like uh arsenio hall which is like a super dated and then like so uh, there's so many product names in this house and they all have like this is where i realized that the movie was racist because like the product names for like all the stuff, I don't have any. When he's going through the fridge, I have it. Hold yeah. on, yeah, I'll find it. And yeah, I got some of them too. But yeah, LPJ, what did you get? Hold on, just keep talking. Oh, um, also, it's funny too because this is like my notes. Sometimes when I when I read them back, they they're confusing to me, and I just have a note that says, "Does Buster on Dick?" <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like eating crackers in bed and he spills them and he takes out a dustbuster to clean them up and then like next thing you know he's like got it on his crotch and he's got a really satisfied look on his face anyways alright so in his fridge he has hungry nomad microwave dinners uh, 2% camel milk old oh, yeah. Iraqi beer and falafel helper 
<laughs> There's also Aunt Jamal syrup. Yes. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, um, and, and he seals his food with saran wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so, and just again, like, so he uses the dustbuster on his dick, and then he uses the clapper to turn off the lights. Which is like, do people like if you were to watch this with no like. Like if I were to show this to someone like you said, like over the age of twenty five, do they even know what a, the clapper is? Like, like that's such, I that's doubt such it. a specific like thing. Um, so like it ends up like uh, glitch said, it ends up being like an ambush, and the SEAL team gets caught. Um, so Lloyd Bridges is the president. Is he the same character from the first movie? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Same name, I was, same character. Okay, I was not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, there's that funny little bit where he's um, <laughs> where he's um, uh, like, uh, the, uh, <laughs> you just everyone just saw. I, I just had a break. On, wow, on, 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 like a mental. <laughs> that break. was an experience think. watching Hovercraft Joe try and go through that. Yeah, my brain melted down. So he's like breaking ground on this presidential library or something. And yes. all like the living presidents are there. And at the time, it's like uh, Reagan and Ford and Jimmy Carter and Nixon, I think. Yeah. He like, he like accidentally beats them and all the up fir- with and a the shovel. Fir- and George Bush uh, Sr. Oh, okay. And he accidentally beats them all up with a shovel and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. And then steps on a rake. Um, I do like when they're telling him about the mission and they're telling him it's in sabotage and he's like, sabotage, what does it mean? And then they, they're like, oh, well, and he's like, no, seriously, like, what does the word mean? <laughs> that's a funny joke. Um, they decide that they're gonna, like, the general, the guy that's, like, playing the Rambo general, um, he wants to get Topper Harley, who's Charlie Sheen from the first movie, to, uh, like, lead the next mission in, which is odd because, I mean, I, listen, I'm getting too much into this parody movie but like he was a pilot in the first movie and now he's like some like yeah. super soldier that they got to get to do like a ground mission like i mean i get it it works for the parody and whatever but it's just um it's just kind of funny uh and this is one thing that i i remember very specifically is that they find him he's like in thailand like fighting and it's like a kickboxer parody where like yes. the guy like the guy one guy dips his hands and like you know like nails and stuff like that and he topper harley dips his hand like caramel and then it's all like ice cream toppings that he's dipping them in and i like the crowds all yelling like gummy bears gummy bears <laughs> like that is i that is a joke that i specifically yeah. remember very well from this i um, remember as a kid so this we must have rented it at some point because i remember as a kid pausing at the moment where the two, him topper harley and the other guy do a jumping kick and hit the ref in the head and it like yeah squishes his head flat i remember like pausing at that moment just to see like wow that was really cool and i was like oh wait it's not real obviously <laughs> <laughs> wait wait a minute, wait a minute. that's what led you to believe the movie wasn't real <laughs> <laughs> like i was young i think you forget i'm like 14 years younger than you, LPJ. Thank you for that. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. If I, I can find like, a, if I can find a tier lower than guest, I'm going to name name you that. The glitch. I do, I do like as this uh, this fight's going on, like there's a guy a guy in the in the uh, crowd who gets his head kicked off, and like like you said, they keep like they keep hitting the ref and stuff like that, and then like the general and um I can't think of what the CIA lady's name is, but they show uh, up to show. Yes, yeah, they show Holmes up to the they show up to the fight, and he's got like that sub, and like it's got like a big like pig nose hanging yeah. out of it. And he takes he takes a bite out of it, and all the mustard drips out of it. I love um, he uh, he goes he goes up to like a spot where he's going to sit, and he pulls out like tickets, like as if other people are in it in his seat. And, like, yeah, somehow. and the guys move like that's a that's a really like that's a really good joke because they they like they go and it's like people are in their spot and they hold up and they're like oh sorry and they leave. Uh, <laughs> um, so he ends up beating the guy by like uh, kneeing him in the crotch, and like I like that because he like spits two walnuts out of his mouth, and then like <laughs> he talks in a really high voice. Um, he lives with um, he li- he lives with monks, and the monks all kind of go crazy because they don't they don't see women there, so that's kind of a running joke. But I also like when uh, he's talking to him, and he's like, "Oh, who are they?" And he's like, "Well, she's some CIA." And, that other man, he's just an extra, <laughs> just a guy. That's a great line. Standing back there. Um, uh, that's also where we get the uh, the Bob Vila cameo. He's just like working on a house there. Um, Do you guys remember how big uh, like this old house was? 
Yeah, it was that huge. Was huge. Bob Vila was like a big deal then. Um, so they they leave. He's like, well, I'm not going to come back and do this mission. I like when she gives um her card and it's a 900 number. She's like, but I'll I'll waive the fees for you. Um, God, so, you were 900 numbers. <laughs> I mean, I remember they existed. You remember calling them. I mean, so it's a slightly different. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> you would just call them to get like Nintendo tips, though, right? Like, at a no, that, like that, a... even that line was too expensive for me. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, he has like a flashback to is the the girl's character from the first film is Ramada? Yes. I don't know why? I guess I forgot. I forgot it was Ramada. They have like a flashback to them, uh, like at an Italian restaurant. It's like it's a big like um, Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp parody, but also like the scene from the Godfather's going on in the background. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, did you? Uh, yeah, one of them says like Don Corleone. Yeah, uh, as like the cameras passing by. But by the way, did you guys notice one of the mobsters that are sitting at the table? It's uh, I, I saw I I didn't notice it when I watched it, but I read afterwards. Har- Javier Bardem is like yeah. one of the people sitting. Oh, really? In the mm-hmm. restaurant, he's yeah. the one on the right. I had to, yeah, I had to pull up the movie afterwards. To pull, to see that, and I was like, "Oh man, that that's him." It's that's clear. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I read that in the facts, but I, I didn't notice it at the time. But uh, LBJ, how did you feel during that scene uh, when they were eating spaghetti with a fork and spoon? Unhappy. I almost texted you. Like I was, I was on the verge of of sending you hateful messages because <laughs> uh, you know what? Spoons down, man. Spoons down. No, no spoons. Spaghetti doesn't require a spoon. A fork is fine. No spoon all the way. Listeners, give us a spoon emoji in the Discord if you're for spoons and spaghetti. No, 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 no. absolutely. Don't, don't do that. This, the spoon revolution exists. Listen, they're st- they're too busy sending Joe feet pictures. Gosh, stop saying <laughs> wow. that. People are gonna send me feet pictures. Don't again. Anybody listening? Anybody in the Discord? Don't send me feet pics. Not your own, not anybody else's. Don't send me any feedbacks, please, please. Um, so you have to listen so, to last week's episode glitch to get that joke. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so so we get so we get that flashback to like them in love, and they're, they're supposed to take a train to Hawaii, <laughs> which I thought was random, uh, but we'll get back to that. Uh, so Colonel Denton gets captured. Um, there's that scene where like. Uh, Charlie Sheen decides he's going to, so he shows up at like a banquet that the president's having and he keeps like throwing up, which is like, he throws up all over the place. Throws well, up that's on, a, like, the that's Japanese a spoof. That's a spoof on George Bush choking and throwing up on the Japanese prime minister. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. Again, super topical. <laughs> Wait, so do, do we pass the scene where it shows uh, Richard Crenna getting tortured? Did we pass that? Uh, I don't. Because in my notes, I got it right after the flashback. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think maybe we did then. Yeah, because uh, yeah. we said that he got captured. But yeah, so so um, I, I I thought that was a great scene. So he's being held with fin- uh, the, like one of those finger yeah, traps. Yeah, Chinese finger traps. Yeah, Chinese <laughs> finger traps. He cuts yeah. it, and then uh, the guy says, uh, I, "I see you're no stranger to pain." He goes, "I've been married twice." <laughs> um, and then there's the hostage video that they show, and he's like talking about like how they're treating him okay and he's like doing hand gestures yes. did, you guys, did you guys catch what that's kind of a a, a parody of no. no so there was um a hostage um it's based on real life in the Vietnamese prisons there was a guy admiral jeremiah denton in this character is colonel denton i think i like assume that's what they were parodying he morse code blinked the words torture when they were releasing the footage of him being told, you know, saying, oh, they're treating me okay. They're not torturing us. But he blinked the word torture with his eyes. Oh, that's crazy. And that's how they figured out that they were torturing all the Vietnamese prisoners. Wow. So. Huh. Yeah. Well, in this, in this one, he gives, like, the middle finger and does, like, yeah. the jerk-off motion <laughs> and stuff. A little less uh, subtle. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so Charlie Sheen, I'm just going to call him Charlie Sheen and not Topper Harley, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's so, a good move. So Charlie Sheen is like, uh, he wants to go, he wants to be on the mission to rescue Denton. Um, then you get, like, um, the whole scene where they're, like, making out in the limo, which is, what's that movie? Is it No Way Out? Is that the uh, Kevin Costner one where there's, like, a, it's an early Kevin yeah, Costner movie. It's and no there's Way like Out. A, okay. 
Uh, but like that limo driver, uh-huh. <laughs> like I was legit laughing at the limo driver, like all the jokes where he's like, he keeps watching him and he's like turned around and he's like, he's got binoculars and he puts like a quarter in one of those like viewfinder things. Oh yeah. When he's filming and he's got the clapper to start the scene or he's just like eating popcorn. And then like, <laughs> they roll up the window and then show him and he's running, running, but running by the side of the limo, taking a picture. I don't know why, but it cracked me up. Like I literally was like dying thinking of the limo driver. Um, they go into her bedroom and she's got that diving board on, uh, that's like, that's like a basic instinct, like reference, right? Like where she's tying his hands. And all stuff of it. Like yeah. That. All of that is basic okay. instinct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, I think the, uh, limo driver shows back up again. <laughs> And he's yeah, like, outside the oh, window. Yeah. Yeah. Outside the window. I love the limo driver. Um, okay, so then we get the other the uh, flashback where he's like waiting to board the train, the train to Hawaii, uh, and like, do you like when he's like uh, the conductors keep saying like board or whatever it is, and the, like, there's a guy walking by with a board, and he yeah. gets the dude in the head, and he's like, hey, I warned you. Um, but she sends him like a card and it's like, hey, I can't go with you. And then there's like a, a single rain cloud like raining on top of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go. Then we go to where they're going to stage for the mission. That's where we're introduced. I was surprised, too. I mean, I'm sure it's just like a budgetary or movie thing. But I was like, oh, their unit that they're sending in is only. Well, it's only four people. <laughs> Once Charlie Sheen joins, it was only going to be three people going in to try and like rescue all these soldiers and stuff. I mean, I know. I guess this movie's not serious. So, um, but that's where Ryan Stiles is. Um, they have uh, eleven hours, I guess, to free the prisoners because they're going to be moving them. Um, the confusing thing about Ryan Stiles and when you asked earlier about Lloyd Bridges playing the same character as the first one is Ryan Stiles is in the first movie. Yeah, he is a different character plays, this time. Yeah, plays a different character. He was Mailman, one of the flighter pilots oh, okay. that like died in like a flashback or whatever. Uh, yeah, no, he's in this one. He plays a completely different character. <laughs> um, so they're going to leave on the mission, and the CIA lady, that's where uh, another thing I remember very vividly from this, she takes her mole off her face. I did not like remember Charlie that. Gene. I remember that, yeah, because she just, like, sticks it on his face. So he has a mole for a while. Um, so they get to the <laughs> – this is another one that I, I – I, I, like, some of these jokes, like, they just struck me, and they're just funny. Like, when they're jumping out of the plane – and they're all yelling like Geronimo, and like then the next guy, is oh Geronimo, yeah, and then and then Geronimo is there, like a guy dressed up and like an Indian, and he says me and jumps out <laughs> like that. I rewound that joke because it, it made me laugh so much. Um, so they get into the now. Okay, okay, this is probably not a good question for a movie that's obviously not supposed to be taken seriously, but like. That just gonna sound so stupid asking you guys, but is there a jungle around like Iraq? Like that? No. Like, no. Okay. I didn't. No. It's it's it's, it's all desert. <laughs> okay, that's what I kind of thought. Um, so they they meet their contact, uh, and it ends up being. Oh, Ramada. you know. What? Although I guess. No. No. It's all desert. <laughs> okay, so they meet their contact. It ends up being Ramada. Uh, I like when they're going through the jungle and like like hacking through the leaves and stuff. And the one dude just has a, the weed whacker out. And he's like holding it up. And then also I got to chuckle when she's like, Oh, we're, we're, we're behind. So we're going to take a shortcut. And they're just like, cut through like a back, like a backyard. There's like a swimming pool. And like yeah. A it's a spoof on, uh, on Ferris Bueller. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, so then they, then they're like, Oh, then we got to take a boat. For some reason they had to take a boat to the prison compound. And that's where you get like probably the best joke in the whole movie. It's like, he's sitting there and he's like writing in his journal and it's like his, um, inner monologue. And then you hear like another inner monologue over his and he looks up and then like Martin Sheen is in a boat, like driving by theirs and they both stand up and they, and they, they say, I loved you in Wall Street to each other. And then he gives like a thumbs up and he, he, he drives off, which is obviously his, it's a um, apocalypse, apocalypse now. now reference. Yeah. But that, that, I think that that's just, that holds up. That's just a funny joke. Yeah. And I, I've never seen uh platoon, but apparently the dialogue that Charlie Sheen is doing is a parody of platoon itself. Yeah. Oh, there's a scene, I guess, okay. where he doesn't. I've never dialogue. seen platoon and no, I've never one. seen all of apocalypse now. Same. Uh, I've never seen apocalypse now. I've seen platoon but it was a long, long, long time ago and not enough for me to um, 
<laughs> remember that that was part of it. <laughs> um, okay, so they get stopped and uh, boarded by a patrol boat. Um, and, uh, they're pretending to be like a fishing crew. And again, I feel like all my notes are just talking about the times that I legit laugh, but I, for some reason I really laughed when she was going to do like the, the fishing thing, yeah, <laughs> the whole, the whole, the whole, the whole <laughs> and so she like lifted it up and pretended it was like a telescope, like the handle, like for some reason that was funny because the whole thing is like, they're like, Oh, she's like wearing a mustache, like dressed up like a, um, like a man because they'll be like oh they no we're not real there's a woman on the boat and so like they pass the inspection but then like as they're leaving she goes into the ladies room and that's what, like that's what like sparks so they have like a big um they have a big uh <laughs> they have a big gunfight and i like when she like takes off the mustache and lets her hair down and the guy in the boat's like boy what a pretty man <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, that was funny so yeah. then like so then, like, oh, they all, like, jump off the boat and they're swimming, and Charlie Sheen is kind of, like, holding them off. I like he's, like, on the boat. He's firing, like, so many bullets that the boat's, like, sinking, and it's just, like, all these bullets piled up on it. Um, and then what what happens to the guy? Uh, he swallows a grenade, or what happens? Yeah, it's, like, it's this weird scene. He, like, swallows the, he, the grenade. He throws the grenade, and then he swallows it. <laughs> like And then, like, just straight up swallows it. Yeah, and then he, like, he blows up, and, like, Charlie Sheen, like, flies through the air, and then, like, he'll, he eventually comes down, and he gets, like, stuck in the dirt, right? Like, yeah, like, yeah, like headfirst, straight up in the dirt, yeah. Uh, but in between that, there is a scene with uh, Lloyd Bridges on the plane, and that's where he, like, sharpens a pencil in his ear. It's like a pencil sharpener. He puts it in there. It's like, yeah, I, I that, that made me laugh. I don't know why. It's so dumb. <laughs> and I think that's when he decides that he's going to, like, because they find out that the team got captured again, so I think he decides he's going to go and do something about it. Yeah. Um, and another scene that I remember very well from this movie is, like, he's hurt, so, like, she, like, rips off the bottom of her uh-huh. shirt to make a bandage, and then, like, she, there's another cut, so she rips off another part, then the other guys are, like, the other guys are, like, oh, man, I got I got me, too. It's a real bleeder. <laughs> it's, like, they, they're all saying they got injuries, so she'll rip more parts of her shirt off. Oh, yeah. He says, they got me, too. It's a real gusher. <laughs> He's, like, holding his finger up. Um, so then she she finds the mole because <laughs> he took the mole off and put it in his pocket. And then she finds the mole and, like, puts it in her purse. It'll come back up later. Um, but she tells him the reason that she left him or couldn't go with him is that she was always married but she thought her husband was dead, but like he was actually just, he's one of the people that was taken prisoner. I don't understand why her husband was one of the people taken prisoner because her husband's Mr. Bean. But anyways, that's, that's, doesn't he work for like, like British intelligence or something? I don't know if they ever really explain it. Yeah. That part of the story always seemed very second, like a second thought. Like they added it later into the movie almost. So, uh, They get to the prison camp. Um, I like that Charlie Sheen kills that one guy by, like, tightening his tie really tight. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, like, Ryan Stiles has what you think is a rocket launcher, but it just, like, it shoots out, like, a boxing glove. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't tell if, like, the joke was that he thought it was a rocket launcher and that it wasn't, or was the joke just that it was a, you know, I mean, obviously the shout out a boxing glove was the joke. But was like it was it a double joke? Like he didn't realize it was going to do that, or no? I think he knew it. Yeah, he knew. Okay, it. yeah. Because okay. <laughs> then he hits the guy in the tower with it or something, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And this is where, uh, as LPJ mentioned at the beginning, Charlie Sheen, much like Rambo, is trying to kill a guy with a bow and arrow, but he keeps shooting all his arrows, and the guy keeps like looking and ducking down and stuff, so he keeps missing them. <clears> and then he like sees him, and he's out of arrows, and that's when he picks up the chicken and fires the chicken and kills him with it, and. Like uh, like Glitch mentioned, it lays an egg after it's like embedded in his chest. So, um, so and that's like I feel like the iconic scene for this movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's I mean, like the, if you're gonna have like a poster of this movie, it's him shooting the chicken. Yeah, I think that's what the poster is. It like, is if the you poster? Look at, yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, and that was in the trailer, and yeah, it was a big scene. Yeah. So and then like. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. I gotta ask this. So I know there's not a sensible answer. So Lloyd Bridges, he decides he's gonna go help him out. But am I wrong, or maybe I missed the joke on this? It seems like he was at the like Mount Rushmore. Yes, he was at Mount Rushmore. 
Okay. Well, was he at Mount Rushmore, or he had one of those uh, like clicker things? Oh, that's what it was. Uh, yeah, it was like a few man. Was at, yeah, he wasn't at Mount Rushmore, but he was like in a, like one of those oh, okay. things that had a picture of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, okay, viewfinder. That's, that's what I missed. Viewfinder. That's yeah. The, that's the part of the joke I missed. Okay. Um, uh, this is where my notes get kind of confusing, so I may need some help because they're just jokes. I have a thing that says. Dude splatted against the wall, LOL. Yeah, a dude a... got splatted against the wall. And then, okay, I know what this note is a reference to. Um, they think that uh, 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 Miguel Ferrer is the, the bad guy because he kind of dipped out, but then they found him, and he's basically just, like, scared. So he gives him, like, his uh, hanky to blow his nose, and then, like, when he pulls it away, it's, like, so much snot. It's like, it's like a bag of wet. Oh, yeah. So gross. Yeah, and then like um, Charlie Sheen and the bet when the when Charlie Sheen and the one dude are like facing off and they're like shooting at each other, and then like the Energizer Bunny comes by and it's like it keeps going and going, and then they turn and they both shoot it and, and kill the Energizer Bunny. An- another funny. super dated joke. Yeah, oh, that's true. Super the, dated. The yeah, um, and that this is where another part that I remember from seeing this is the joke where Charlie Sheen is just shooting all those people, and it's like. More like higher death total than like it's like a counter of how many people yeah. he's killing. It's like it's like more people killed than Robocop, and then it's like more people killed in Total Recall, and then it's like bloodiest movie ever. <laughs> Which is I, funny because uh, both Total Recall and uh, Robocop are directed by uh, are directed by um, the same guy. Oh yeah, uh, Verhoeven. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. Um, and I do also like when he, uh, at one point, he just picks up a handful of bullets and just, just throws them, <laughs> just throws them at guys, and they all die like they got shot. Um, uh, also- I do like real Go quick ahead. the scene where they where they uh, get Richard Brenna. Yeah, like they they help him get out. He's in like this jail cell that he can clearly just walk out of. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Because they that, okay, that is I don't have it in my notes, but it is kind of funny because they they get to the jail thing and they're trying to get the keys. So Charlie she has his broom and he's trying to get the keys from where the guard's sleeping, and he like he like turns on the fan. And I think he like turns on the radio, and he like he does all this. Stuff he pokes. He's like, yeah, he's poking the guard in the face. Yeah, but you're right. Then he gets the keys and he throws them over to the general, and like he can't reach him, so he like gets all the way out of his cell to pick him up and then unlock the door. Um, I also it's it's kind of funny when they're they're running to meet up with the choppers. They hide behind a rock and then the rockets hit and it deflates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but so in that scene, the uh, what's a, a mouse that sneezes that wakes yeah. up the guard and he oh, knocks yeah, him right. out. The guard falls and hits the alarm. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> Um, so, uh, they're all ready to go, but, like, for some reason, uh, Ramada's husband, Mr. Bean's being held in a different section of, that's funny when he looks at the map and it's, like, a Disney World map that, like, Mm -hmm. shows him where to go. Um, so he goes to get him, uh, by himself. He ends up fighting Saddam Hussein. (laughs) Um, then Lloyd Bridges shows up there and him and Saddam Hussein have a lightsaber fight. So weird. (laughs) Yeah, Lloyd Bridges Silver is a great line. He says, uh, we'll settle this the old Navy way. First one to die loses. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and that's when, like, Ramada reveals that she knows that, like, the CIA lady is the bad guy because they had some kind of, like, rivalry in, like, school or something, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. All I know is that she takes off running and she chases her and then they go through, like, an, the American Gladiators. Yeah, another <laughs> very dated reference, but yes. great. Uh, right before that scene, the two of them are talking like they, they have like a romantic relationship. They're like, oh, it was so experimental and so intimate. And then the colonel is just standing there, done, is just like, go on. Yeah. yeah. And isn't, he, isn't there like, he's like sweating and stuff? Too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's it's really funny. Um, okay, so we're, we're about at the tail end here. I do like when Saddam Hussein, uh, when he gets like, frozen or whatever and he falls and breaks up like he's the t-1000 yeah mm. and he falls and crushes his dog but then he reforms like the t-1000 and he's got like the dog like a dog face it's yes and so that like it's so stupid dude like this movie ends so abruptly so like they're like gonna leave and Mr. Bean's like, oh, I got to get a picture of you guys. So he's like, he's backing up, backing up, and then he just falls off a cliff. 
and blows up. I think when he hits the ground. Yeah, he does. He explodes. Weird, weird ending to to his his character. Yeah, they're like, and then even weirder, like they're taking off in the helicopter, and like Saddam Hussein, dog Saddam Hussein, shows up, and they're like. They're like, oh, there's too much weight in the helicopter. We gotta, we gotta lose something. And they push a piano out of the helicopter, and it falls on Saddam Hussein, and that's the end of the movie. Like it's, so, like I get it. This movie is random in general, but that is particularly random in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, how are you gonna end this movie anyway? Well, yeah. like, what kind of ending do you write for it? Well, why did? Why even introduce uh, Mr. Bean and then just have him fall off a cliff? I don't know. This there, it was the first time I heard Mr. Bean talk. Really? He never talked on that show. No, yeah. I mean, he did occasionally, but it was very rare. Yeah. And he always had a weird voice when he talked to Mr. Bean. I, I have never watched Mr. Bean once. Wow, wow you're missing I, out, man. As a, as a fellow mumbler, I do appreciate Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we made it to the end of uh, Hot Shots Part D. Yeah, there, and there's some things in the credit. I don't know if you guys saw the like weird, wacky. No, I, I didn't. I, didn't I did not stay for the credits. I am a credit <laughs> person. I do always watch credits. Uh, I don't watch them like intently, but I do try to pick some stuff up. And there was like this one line that came across, and it said, "Fun fact: Actor Richard Crenna invented tartar sauce." <laughs> and then like I was like, "What the heck was that?" And then I sat there and watched, and then like maybe a few seconds later. It was like, fun fact, baseball superstar Daryl Strawberry spends his winners thinking of new excuses. And I was like, <laughs> secret of the crying game, she's a guy. It was like all these like weird things. And then when it gets to the cast part, it says, in order that you should know their names. <laughs> oh, man, that's I, I kind of wish I had paid oh, attention to them. There was one more. When it gets to the songs, there was a song called, I got a lot of hair for a bald guy, and I wear it like this. You'll never notice by Michael Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I didn't. I did not watch the credits at all. That's actually. I, I kind of wish I would have paid attention. Uh, I did just rent this, so I didn't. I don't own it. I can't go back. Uh, I have for LPJ. one more day. I'll watch it when we get done recording. <laughs> uh, LPJ, did you uh, buy this? No, I rented it. Um, okay. Wait, did I rent it? I don't know. <laughs> That's why yeah. I asked. No, I rented it because I couldn't bootleg it. Oh, do you do you guys? Why don't you guys just have one central like thing you guys share when you have to run it? But, well, what we one central like, hey, I rented this on my Amazon account. Here's my login. Oh, um, because my, would... the login I have is like a family login, and so other people use it too. Right. Yeah, I mean, I not that it's... I share logins because that's illegal. Yeah, What's that's like... illegal. Plus, like, I think it would just be too confusing. I mean, everyone who listens to the podcast know I notoriously have to break up movies for the podcast over, like, many viewings. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm usually I'm good for a couple bucks. And uh, to be honest, most of the time I have, like, this is not a flex. But I do have, unfortunately right now, like, every streaming service available. So it's fairly rare that I can't watch a movie that, like, and have to actually pay for it. Or, like, you know my rule is that, like, if it's a dollar or more to just buy it as opposed to rent it. I'll just buy it. So I, I own some very weird movies from the podcast. Cause it's like, I own that, uh, wheels on meals movie. Yeah, and I, I do too. And I own, I own showdown in little Tokyo. Yep. Um, but I do own cliffhanger. So that's a good one too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, sometimes the weird movies are and, pretty cheap. And that's kind of half the fun. Half the fun is seeing if you can purchase the movie for the same price if or a dollar more than renting it. Yeah, like if it's a three ninety nine to rent and four ninety nine to buy, I'm gonna buy it every day of the week. Like yeah. why not? Anyways, we've gone off on a tangent on renting here. This is my fault. Um anything else that we didn't mention, any jokes we missed, any I, I'm assuming you don't have any role reversal for this. I don't. There was no role reversal. Um I read they made like a fake like they made a mockumentary that aired on HBO to advertise this. Oh, you know what? I do have – I'm sorry, and I forgot this. I do have the taglines here. There's oh, only yeah. three of them. Uh, the three taglines are grab your guns, it's Hot Shots Part Du, the mother of all sequels, and just do it, which I actually kind of <laughs> like. I like that one. So, um, yeah. Uh, I did read that terrible. Richard Crenna asked Stallone if it was okay if he could do this movie. <laughs> I did not read that, but I, I would imagine 
that's funny. Um, yeah, anything else? Or uh, Valerie Galino said this is the uh, best film experience she's had of her she had of her career. Yeah, didn't they have to stop production because she got gout, or was that somebody? Yeah, else? that was her. Yeah, she had to go to the hospital because she has she had gout. It was the best film experience, except for when they had to temporarily shut down production because she got gout. <laughs> I do, I do have that. If you were going to ask her uh, net worth, I was going to say that that sweet, sweet, big top pee, peewee movie. Money. She was in that. Yeah. Oh. You know what? I've seen Peewee's Big Adventure. I've never seen Big Top Peewee, so. I've seen Big Top Peewee once, but Peewee's Big Adventure I've seen a bunch of times. Oh, I did see uh, one, uh, I don't know if it's really a role reversal, but I did see that Abram said he originally wanted Marlon Brando instead of uh, Lloyd Bridges to pay the Yeah, Lloyd that would have been very weird. It would have been yeah. really weird. Very, very weird. I, like, I can't <laughs> even imagine, I can't imagine Brando doing comedy. Yeah, especially because Brando very much half-assed the final end of his career. Oh yeah. So that would have been a disaster. I don't think this movie would ever got made. No, that's, probably not. That's probably fair. Also, did you see that they said that uh, Mr. Bean doesn't appear until seventy-one minutes into the film, and he only has two total minutes of screen time? <laughs> but dude, as we learned earlier, he has one hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, so. that's so insane. <laughs> now, when you guys cover Never Say Never again, you can uh, pull that one out again. Oh, I can't gosh, wait it, to cover that movie. <laughs> I I'll be honest, I'm surprised we haven't covered it already because LBJ is one of I don't know the only people in the world who like that movie. So yeah, I'm surprised we haven't covered it yet. I don't. I Should think we? I think Craig would refuse to be on it. Really? <laughs> I think so. I, that's the one Bond movie he won't be on. I'll have to ask him. I can't remember where he lies. I can't remember what side of the fence he's on in that movie. I mean. We all know that the the worse the movie is, the more fun it is to talk about. So yeah, because you guys did the uh, Moonraker, right, or Moonraker? Yeah. We oh did yeah. Moonraker. Yeah. yeah. We've done one from almost every Bond so far. Yeah. I still have yet to see a Bond film. Wow, that is. I know. What is terrible wrong with you? That's crazy. <laughs> At least watch Casino Royale. I'll do my best. I did. I did see Venom two today, and there was a trailer for the newest Bond film. It looked pretty cool. Right. Oh, nice. All right, you so ready to read this? Yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah, what are we yeah. doing? Let's read this thing. What are, we, what are we new? All right, here we go. Okay. All right, Glitch, uh, you can go first or make one of us go first. Uh, so for dinner today, I had a delicious pastrami sandwich. So I want to go second so that I am part of the Last Action Podcast sandwich. <laughs> I am the meat. I am the meat in the last action podcast sandwich. Well, jokes on you. We'd everything open faced here. <laughs> uh, LPJ, why don't you go first? I'll go first. Um, yeah. So, like I said at the top of the show, like when I think about hot shots, this is the movie I always think of. Um, like the scenes in the film, these are the ones I'm thinking of. Um, it is dated, and I get the jokes here, but there's a lot of people that are not going to get the jokes here. And, you know, it's it's just funny. It's one of those movies where, like, I, I was reading Richard, I was reading Roger Ebert's critique of it. He said uh, movies like this are more or less impervious uh, to movie critics because either you laugh or you don't. Like, it's it's one of those things where you either think it's funny or you don't think it's funny. And I thought this movie's funny. Um, it's definitely not for everybody. But I wasn't bored at any point during this movie. Uh, I'm gonna go. You know, I'll, I'll go three machine guns with it. Okay. Glitch? So, although I remember a lot more of this movie than the first one, kind of like LPJ was saying, I found myself not laughing as hard as some of the like very odd jokes that were in the first one. Um, It is a fun movie to watch. If you're going to watch a parody movie, this is definitely like a top ten, I would say, uh, in the list. But... Uh, I'm gonna go two and a half. I didn't did not laugh as much as the first one. Yeah, um, I, I think you're both pretty pretty close to where this is for me. Um, there are some gen parts where I genuinely laugh, like uh, like out loud chuckles. But I overall, I, I I don't know if it's 
a completely hilarious movie, but and like I think some of the stuff is just dated. And like like LBJ said, I get the jokes, but I don't know if they still work. Like if they're still funny, you know now. So, uh, but it's I mean it's not like a, it's it's not an intensive watch. It's like an hour and twenty eight minutes or something. So, um, and there is enough funny stuff in it. Like it's worth checking out if you like spoof movies. It's good at what it does. But I, I'm probably at uh, two and a half machine guns as well. All right, that's that's you know that's okay. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, you guys can come back as guests anytime. <laughs> Not special guests. No, all right. You got to work up we'll, to that. Just regular yeah, guests. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Um, all right. Uh, I don't know. Glitch, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. So I was on Legend of Retro. You can still listen to old episodes of that. It is a very evergreen show. So talked about retro games that were a lot of fun. So they... Still great episodes. Still on the Games Little Media Network. Season three of Noobs and Dragons is currently going on, which I was a part of as well as my wife, Danielle, and Miggy. Um, I, even though the season is probably a third of the length of the other seasons, I'm going for the most ones rolled record. So we'll <laughs> see if I get that by the end of the season. Um, and then if you're in the Games Little Media Discord, uh, check out for news for my Morelli video gaming tournament. I'm hoping to do something next spring. Um, so if you're in the Metro Detroit area and you want to check out a really cool charity event, very small, but very fun. Uh, LPJ has been there. Hopefully Hovercraft Joe can make it to one of these. Um, but uh, we raise money for charity. At this time we're doing for MDA, if they'll still have us, because it's been like a year and a half since uh, we announced the first one and then COVID destroyed it. But uh, yeah, if you're in the Discord, stay tuned for that. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. the 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 Morelli video game tournaments are great. Um, Tony curates, Glitcher curates three. Is it three or is it four games? Yeah, so it's four for the preliminary rounds. Got it. And then it's like a head to head battle. Yeah, so he curates like a random batch of games. Like you never know what's going to be there. Odd too sometimes. And some of them are so weird. Um, and then you you play in the tournament and you just kind of see how you do, and um, what's the prize? You just get the trophy, right? So it's trophy, and then there's a Amazon gift card, oh, and Amazon then we do card, that's right. we do raffles. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I haven't entered because I'm awful. Um, <laughs> we all know how I, how I do in video game tournaments, uh, but yeah, it's a great great organization, great event. Uh, definitely check it out when he eventually uh, when you eventually put one on. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like he said, we are uh, on the Gamezilla Media Network. You can check us out every Monday. You can check out Noobs and Dragons on Wednesdays, uh, and uh, you can check out all the other shows that are still on there. Uh, past episodes are all posted and ready for for it, ready for you to listen to them. And uh, check out the Discord. You can come chat with us. Send people feet pics. Um, no, I I, I do. Uh, I don't have a plug, but I did want to mention. Um, a couple episodes ago, we covered uh, Beverly Hills Cop. There was a little bit of a hubbub in our Discord channel because I was not a huge fan of the movie, uh, and I hadn't seen the first one. Since that time, I have, and I, I, I've talked to LBJ about yep. this, I have watched the original Beverly Hills Cop. I liked it a lot better than the second one, and I think that it would cause me to rate the second one lower if I had seen the first one because like, I, I just think the first one was that much better. So Wow, I didn't know that part. Yeah, like I literally think that based on watching the first one and how the second one, it's it's it, it's a whole thing. We'll do a follow up episode sometime. Oh, but I, I I legitimately like the first one a lot. Well, that's that's good to hear because the first one's great. <laughs> thanks for thanks for getting on board with us. Are you okay to have a cup, Joe? I'm just I'm just wondering. If, <laughs> you. You go, LPJ. All right. All right. Well, uh, what'd, you, what'd you get there, Hovercraft Joe? Oh, Joe, did, did you get something? Great. It seems like somebody already sent me some feet pics. Oh, no way. Yeah. Almost like somebody on this episode just sent me some feet pic. Oh, well, thanks we for having running. me on, guys. I really appreciate it. I got to go. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, put the put your feet to the pavement and get out of here, right? Yep. Gosh. Oh, Got man. it. All right. I think on that note, we should probably go. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of feet pics to look at when you're done here. God dang it. <laughs>
Oh, All right. Boy. Well, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But let it be back. <laughs>